Well, hello and welcome. My name is DeCourcy Williams, and this is the Uplifting Words Podcast. And I hope you guys are um, having an incredible day, and I wish you all peace, love, and happiness. And I appreciate each and every one of you listening to the sound of my voice right now. Uh, spring has sprung. I don't know how it is in your area, where you, wherever you're listening to this podcast, but around here, we are in the 70s as far as weather. Actually, we are in the 80s. Good Lord. It is a hot day today. Kids are outside playing. Neighbors are outside conversing. And there might be a little extra background music in this episode of the podcast as people are outside with their activities right in front of my window. But anyway, how has everything been going um, let me let me start off this podcast by saying it is a shame that the that knowing that the country is getting back to normal, back on track, is by having mass shootings, having more than one mass shooting, and it's it's just kind of it's kind of sad actually that uh, that is the barometer of our country, quote unquote, returning to normal. So the latest one that we had in. Uh, what was it, Atlanta? Was it at the mall? Uh, the guy is all of a sudden racked with, uh, with, um, what is it called? He's going for an insanity defense. And, um, we are investigating, like, his mental health, his mental stability, and things like that. You know what? That's always curious to me, where, and I hate to turn this into a racial thing, but when someone white goes off and kills people, we always have to investigate their mental stability, their mental background. How did their parents treat them? Was their father in their life? Did the father give them enough love? Well, actually, there's, when they're white, they don't even question if the father was in their life. They, they question whether or not the father gave them enough love or was he an alcoholic or was he abusive and things like that. But for people of color or anybody else who could who goes off shooting, which there really hasn't been that many, um, but normal people get labeled as, well, they were in the bad part of town or the way that they were brought up led them to their demise by shooting or uh, if so-and-so wasn't at that place, the right, the, the wrong place at the wrong time type deal. It's, it's really interesting to me how um, it depends on the, national, the, the, yeah, the nationality of the shooter, they try to find excuses or they blame the victim depending on which nationality they are and it's funny also because this guy who did this last shooting he looks if you were just see him on the street you wouldn't be able to tell him from a white person but it turns out he's got like a muslim name or something so there i don't know it's all kinds of stuff going on but the main thing is though it is sad that people doing their everyday activities of their lives have to worry about losing their life like you can be at the grocery store and somebody just opens fires, like no rhyme, no reason, just ends people's lives. Just it's it's just ridiculous. Uh, and don't get me started on the guy who went who was going from the spa to spa shooting uh, Asian American women, and his defense is that he has a sexual dysfunction, saying that he needs to eliminate his his temptation in order for him to live a regular happy life. Good God, man, it's it's just crazy. But outside of all of that, this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about money. I want to focus on money, guys. And it's something that's really been really been bugging me as I I believe I'm on a journey that is unraveling some of the things that I learned in my childhood, in my youth. And uh, if you've heard the podcast before, you've heard me talk about some of these sayings, especially surrounding money. 
where uh, people, what, the way I was brought up was basically saying that people who had money were criminals. They were uh, bad people. They did something wrong in order to get all of that money. And then if you have money, you're more prone to kill yourself or commit suicide or be alcoholics or be drunk and depressed and all of that. But, but it's funny because in, in my lifetime, I've noticed that people that do all of those other negative things, but they're still broke too. So I'm talking about people that are broke, that are still alcoholics. They're still abusive and they, they lead horrible lives. So I've, I've always tried to come back with the, um, well, why not have all of those? Why not be, if you're going to be all of those things, why not have money also type of thing that never flies with my family. <laughs> my family is always, uh, you don't need money. You just need to, you need to be content and be happy with where you are. And I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I can be happy with where I am, but why not have money while I'm doing it? Why not? Why not have that ambition to be like rich? Not rich, wealthy. I want to be wealthy. You know, wealthy is when you're leaving legacies and you're setting up trust funds for your great, great grandkids who aren't even here yet. That's legacy. And it was a very interesting video that I saw where um, this preacher was talking about how people who buy products and they're excited about the products that they buy and they're excited they get to show off like the latest fashion or the, the latest car with the, all the features and it was very interesting how he was talking about we don't actually buy products. We think we're buying products, but we're buying somebody's last name. The name is what we're actually buying. So we are, and it was a very interesting example that he gave. You know, Wells and Fargo, those are two last names of two people that started that bank. People go to the bank to get a loan from Wells and Fargo. They charge you money on that loan, and then you take that loan and go get a Ford <laughs> or, or, or some other kind of car, and the car that you're buying is somebody else's last name. So you're paying money at the bank to get a loan to be able to pay somebody else basically for their last name. So it was kind of a, it was kind of a talk he was doing about uh, uh, how important is your last name, or will people remember your last name? Somewhere, something along those lines. It really got me thinking, man, this hustle that we're doing, the hustle is for the last name. The grind that we're doing, it should be for our last name. And um, like I said, I was thinking about some of the stuff that I'm trying to unravel. Uh, some really interesting ideas come to light, like the fact that the job that you work, whether you dislike it or not, you shouldn't be working just to pay bills. You should be working to purchase assets. And then when you accumulate enough assets, your assets should be uh, living your lifestyle, should be affording you the lifestyle that whatever it is that you want. Um, another thing is you shouldn't restrict yourself to just one or two banking accounts. Uh, you should, after reading, um, I'm reading another book now I've, uh, called, uh, so you want to be rich. Let me find the information on that for you. Sorry, I should have had it pulled up. Uh, so why aren't you rich? The prosperity secret of the rich by David Rutherford. So if, uh, by Daryl Rutherford, I'm sorry. But in this book, 
they also talk about having like five separate bank accounts. And these five bank accounts are set up for different things that you want to accomplish. If you want to accomplish like your savings, if you want to accomplish vaca a vacation fund, well, you should have like an emergency fund basically. And that's like six months of living expenses saved up, which might be a little too rough for some people. So they, you can kind of trim it down to have at least three, but you should have at least three months of living expenses, like kind of on hand so that you know just in case something happens you'll have like that extra money um you should have a bank account for that you want to blow like saving money for something that you want whether it be like a car or a boat or a video game system or something like you you, you shouldn't restrict yourself all the time you should have some money that you can just kind of blow through um and then you should have like your insurances and that could be like another account you should have your your investing account your uh, in your account for like maybe family members like if you have kids or if you have uh, uh somebody that you know that you're going to want to spend money kind of in the future i mean it breaks it all up in the book and the different accounts that you should be had. don't don't quote me the last couple of ones i'm not familiar about but that's something i never learned never heard about that before that was like alien to me to me having just one bank account and trying to manage that was enough by the way i never learned how to balance a checkbook uh which kind of seems a moot point now since nobody really does that anymore but <laughs> the idea behind balancing having a balance sheet that's i've never learned how to do that um Something else, too. There was another tweet that I shared, actually, on uh, my Facebook page. And it was talking about how it was a, it actually was a tweet from somebody else. And it said, an employee passed away a few days ago. Today, people are, th are talking about hiring his replacement and expediting the process because the work is being delayed. Harsh reality of life is the job you're killing yourself for will replace you in days like nothing happen and that's something that i have actually lived through like i like i'm i'm obviously still here but <laughs> i've worked at jobs before where they've had long-standing employees they've had people that they claimed were so important to the company um but as soon as that person left like the 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 hunt was on just to find somebody to replace them just as quickly as possible um, I've worked with people who've had to leave work because of medical issues and they couldn't come back to work, uh, because they were like placed on, they were forced on the disability and you know, the company will just find somebody else to fill that spot. And then you got regular folks going to work every day. Like they are busting their tails to make sure that they are getting to work, making sure they're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing, making sure they're doing it right, making sure that they are encouraging other people to do that thing also. And, you know, if something happens to you, you know, that drop will just kind of brush you to the side and move on. Um, wow. There's so much, there's so much that, that, that I could go over about, about money uh, and, you know, it's like kind of a failing of our public school system. I don't know if you can call it a failing of maybe the generation that came before us because they didn't know. So they couldn't teach us what they didn't know. But, you know, when you go to school and I have a whole nother idea about that, that I'm going to share in the next part of this podcast. Yeah, stick around for that. Um, but what they, they teach you in school, things that you really don't use in the real world. Like I got respect for some of the teachers that my son has now because they'll tell him, I mean, he's 11 years old, but they'll tell him like they're going over something and it's like, you'll probably never have to use this again. We just need to get it out of the way for the test. And that's what I see as the failing of our public school system is that they're, they're preparing kids to take a test, but they're not preparing kids to 
file their taxes, to become business owners, to become innovators, to become creators. Like we're not learning any of that in school. So, uh, and it was like a, a, a message that I shared on my Facebook feed. Like I personally stood up and did a little message about, um, I don't believe that money is the root of evil of all evil. Now the love of money, yes, is the, is the, the root of evil. And I'm pretty sure you've heard that before. Uh, but something else that I shared was money can buy happiness. And I'll, I'm going to explain what that means also. Um, I'm not talking about the materialistic things either. I'm not talking about the cars, the shoes, the clothes, the electronics or whatever. Money will give you opportunities that you don't have if you don't have money. Your mission in life, nine times out of ten, in this capitalistic society that we live in, you're going to need money. So you want to build a school to help out other kids? You need money. You want to build a hospital to help people get the health care that they need? You need money. If you want to help people who might be homeless and put them in a, a place where they feel safe and comfortable, you need money. Now, I'm not talking about the, every, the everyday regular stuff that you can do to help brighten somebody's day, you know, by smiling at them, uh, by, by smiling at them or maybe opening a door for somebody or, you know, helping the little old lady across the street. You know, the usual things that we can do that obviously don't take any money, but I'm talking on a grand scale. Everybody has a dream. Everybody has a dream that they want to accomplish in this world. And unfortunately, Due to the way that our world and our society is set up, nine times out of ten, you are going to need money for that dream. And that's the stuff that's kind of overlooked. It's not really talked about and discussed in a lot of family homes. Um, kind of like sex. People really aren't talking about sex with their kids. And that's why there's so many people out here just like, you know, I don't know. People are just going through the ringer right now because nobody's explaining things to them. So let me take a quick break. I want to talk about my blog, talking to, speaking about making money. I want to talk about my incredible blog. Like you, you've heard it before. I call it Corsi's Corner of Online Treasures, but you can visit 9w6e.com and that's where you'll find it. And there's some ways that you can learn how to make money through my site. And if you would like a one-on-one -on -one guide, I would be more than happy to help you. Just send me an email, uh, send me a message. You can find me on Facebook, you know, the various forms of social media that I'll get into later. But for right now, let me take a quick break. Here's a commercial and I'll be right back. Corsi Williams coming at you and I want to introduce you to my blog. I call it Corsi's Corner of Online Treasures but you can find it by visiting www.9w6e.com. Uh, of course I'll have it in the show notes description. If you can't click on the link just make sure that you go check it out. I want to draw your attention to the tab that says biohacking supplements. You know, biohacking is the art of taking a supplement and forcing your body to work at its best. And I have a particular supplement that I really want you guys to experience. It's called Brain Reimagined by Velo Vita. It is an incredible 
a supplement that has me working at my best. It's healthy brain food, guys. So what that does is give you bursts of energy, improved mental focus, and incredible mental acuity. So go check out my blog today, and you can get some more information about how you can get your hands on some. All right, well, welcome back. Thank you very much for sticking with me. And we're talking money, misconceptions about money, actually, and some things that I'm unraveling from my past here in this particular episode of the podcast. And I hope what I am uncovering about what I have been learned and what I've been taught, I shouldn't say learned, but what I've been taught can help somebody else and, you know, kind of put somebody else on a path that, you know, they might want to follow. I'm not saying that everything that I'm saying is like uh, set in stone or religiously set by God or anything like that. I'm just saying some things that I realized that I used to believe no longer works for me. One of those things is that money is the root of all evil. That's not true. Another one of those things is that money can't buy happiness. That is also not true. Um, as I said before, basically anything that you want to do in this life, when it comes to realizing your dreams and your goal and your vision for yourself, nine times out of 10 is going to cost money. It's going to take some sort of money. Uh, you can't do that without any money. And you know what else money can buy you? Peace of mind. It can buy you time freedom. It can buy you an escape route from that rat race. It can also buy you an escape into peace and tranquility where you're not living your life in desperation let me explain what desperation is you work in a job you can't stand that job but you have to stay there why because somebody told you that you needed to make a check you need to bring a check home that goes on for years and years until you get to the point that you retire and you look back on your life and you realize you don't even know who you are You've been working jobs. You've been doing certain things. Now, the people that actually are working the job that fits them, that they love going to every day, more power to you. I'm so happy for you. That is great. A lot of people are not in that position, though. A lot of people go out and get jobs out of desperation. And the desperation is you need a paycheck coming in. So just take whatever you can get, especially now, especially during the time of the pandemic, where people would just lose these these industries that people thought were rock solid and standing on solid ground. They just kind of collapsed and went away and people had to go get like one of the jobs that were considered less paying, tedious, monotonous ass-busting jobs <laughs> that don't really pay much. So people kind of flock to that. Now, the country's kind of reopening back, and I think hopefully, hopefully, with this vaccine rolling out, that means things are going to kind of go back to normal, but, you know, you never can tell. Um, with people jumping the gun, I feel like, and trying to have their, their parties and their things early, we might have another resurgence. I know another country i can't remember what it was they had to institute um lockdown measures for the upcoming easter holiday because people have jumped the gun and they started partying and going out and hanging out with friends a little too early before they had the virus totally under control so anyway aside from all of that going out and getting a job out of desperation is a horrible horrible thing and that will get you that will get you trapped Talking about, I was talking about things that money can buy, and I was talking about peace and tranquility and time freedom and things like that. Let, let me give, put it to you another way. Something else that I've always thought. Why is it illegal for people to not have their kids in school? 
Like literally, if you don't have your child in some sort of school program that is sanctioned by the government, you can get arrested or fined or whatever, whatever. Like it's illegal. And I was thinking about this. And the reason is, well, let me take a couple of steps back. If you listen to any financial gurus or people, money managers or things like that, they say the thing that you need to buy as an individual or as a business or a company, whatever, you need to buy assets, right? Assets are things that put money into your pocket. Liabilities are things that take money out of your pocket. Uh, There's like debates about people buying houses to live in and a house is not technically an asset. And some people argue that it is an asset. And some people say that, you know, you pay money for the house every month. You got to pay taxes on it. You got to pay maintenance. You got to pay upkeep. So that technically is not putting anything in your pocket that is taking money out of your pocket. But eventually your equity will grow and that over time you'll have like this kind of uh this this huge equity uh, stake in the house and you can use that as money you know that whatever whatever but the biggest ass the biggest liability that i can think of is buying a car buying a car fresh off of the lot as soon as you drive it off the lot it depreciates about what 30 percent I'm, I'm literally as soon as you turn off the lot the car is worth 30 percent less than what it was when you bought it and then it just keeps depreciating and value from there. Some things that you buy that's an asset, investing in a, a certain stock, investing in startup, uh, developing your own uh, your own course and selling it online, you know, becoming a YouTuber or a social media influencer, like putting something out there that generates you income month by month. Those are assets, right? So, and you think about forcing people to have their children in school a school that does not teach you about living real life, like we're learning uh, history is good. You know, you got your history, your sciences, uh, social studies, your math or whatever, whatever. But they don't teach anything about filing taxes, going to get a job. Uh, in, in my day, it was filling out a resume properly. Like we never learned any of that stuff in school, stuff that you use in real life on a day to day basis. So that forces people to. When you're really young, you know, 17, 18, 19 years old, you take on this debt to go to college. And on college, what do they have there? They have a bunch of people trying to get signed you up for credit cards, put you in further debt, right? Your only recourse is that you got to go out and work. You got to go out and get that job. You need that paycheck. You got to pay those student loans back. By the time that happens, you got a car loan that you need to pay back. You're paying all this stuff off, right? What are you doing for the government? You, with your taxes, have become an asset for the government. They say the number one thing that everybody needs to have is some assets that's putting money into their pockets. Everybody that's middle class, that's working a job, you are an asset for the government. And it starts with that having your kids in school, but not learning anything that you're really going to use for real life purposes. I mean, unless you're going to go be a doctor or an engineer, I'm not talking about those people because I mean, well, those people are assets for the government too. They're just at a higher level. They make more money. If you've ever read Robert Kiyosaki's, uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book, um, the, the, uh, I forgot the quadrants that he had set up. You, you'll know when you see, it, you can look it up, but he's got these quadrants set up and it's kind of like this table and you've got the employee and then you've got the business owner on the left side. On the right side, you've got the corporation and the investor. 
And most people start being the employee or they might even be the business owner. Well, on the left side, those two people or those two entities, those get taxed the most and you work the hardest. The investor and the business owner over on the right side, the cash flow quadrant, that's what it's called. The, the investor and the business owner over on the right side of the cash flow quadrant, those are the people that pay the least taxes. Those are the people that use leverage. Those are the people that they still work hard, yes, but their income comes from leveraging other people's work. Those are the people that get taxed the least. Which is why it wasn't surprising when, when they were saying that Donald Trump didn't pay taxes. I knew that. That wasn't a surprise for me. Jeff Bezos, Amazon doesn't pay taxes. Robert Kiyosaki talks about he doesn't pay taxes. Rich people, they have they know how to work those certain things in order to either not pay taxes or pay the least amount of taxes. Whether where it's the people that's working every day, middle class, blue collar, those people are getting taxed to death. The majority of the taxes for this country comes from the working class. So why would they send people to school to learn about how to function in real world situations? Why would they have a class in school about becoming a business owner or becoming an entrepreneur or even learning how to do your taxes or balance a balance sheet or anything like that? Those things aren't taught because those things don't create income for the government. And that was a revelation that I had. That's what I that's what I had. Middle class people are assets for the government, basically. So when it comes to managing money and having your money on like the right track, most most people are left to their own devices to try and figure this stuff out. And a lot of times for some people, it takes a lifetime to figure it out. So when you talk about being rich or being wealthy versus being rich, um, there's definitely like some some steps that you need to take in order to make sure that you are secure and safe. First of all, by realizing that being secure at a job is a myth that is not secure at all. Uh, that's almost almost as risky as being an entrepreneur. I mean, there are certain things that entrepreneurs have in place to protect them. And yeah, your whatever uh, business idea that you have could fall apart and you could lose some things at the end. But that false sense of security, that is no longer a way that I want to live. I Actually, I don't think it ever has been. I think that's why I've always had a tough time in life with, you know, jobs. I, like I've never had a problem holding a job. My problem has always been other people benefiting off of my hard work. And I know that's what was going on. Everybody knew that's everybody knows that's kind of what goes on. But, you know, that's everybody just accepts it as is. <clears throat> Funny thing about entrepreneurs, though, they might not have had the technology that we have now. But even back in the day, there were people that were willing to not go with the status quo and go after their own thing. And it took some sort of money. It took rearranging finances. It took an understanding of basically what I was talking about earlier, assets versus liabilities and what you need to be buying with your money that you're working so hard for. A lot of us, we work so hard for money and we just give it. And I know I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Apple products, Jordan shoes, Under Armour, 
Louis Vuitton. I'm just you could just think of anything, any product out there that you're thinking of. Most of the time, the the name that you refer to that product as is somebody's last name. So I encourage everybody to further your last name. Hustle for your last name. Have your last name be the name that people go out and purchase from the clothes rack, from the electronics store, from Walmart, from Target or whatever. Last names also, by the way, Sam Walton, that's the Walmart guy. But um, let's let's go ahead and make our last names memorable. And you know what's really funny is that this information is out there. The information is readily available, but they know that there's only a certain amount of people that's going to take advantage of the information. There's a certain amount of people that's just going to accept things as they are and not do anything different. And that's that's the sad thing. Oops, somebody outside and had a little accident. I know y'all can hear that crying. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I have for you guys. Uh, thank you very much. If you're still here with the with this episode of the podcast, I really appreciate you. Um, I I've got some things you know that kind of just go through my mind. I feel like this is this is cathartic for me to talk talk it out. Uh, even though I'm not talking to anybody face to face, if I can turn the light bulb in on the in the head of anybody out there listening or actually make them at least consider another way of thinking then i believe my job is done so with that being said don't forget guys follow me on my various forms of social media i'm on instagram at corsi the wine lover on facebook you know corsi williams things like that but don't forget the big spot the big place to reach me at is on my blog you can find out about all the things that i'm into you know i got t-shirt designs i've got the wine club that i'm part of i'm the the superfood brain reimagined from vela vita all of that good stuff there we've even got some travel things coming up you can get discounts on hotel rates all across the world i've got an incredible uh, travel uh, situation going on too man i'm trying to get my hands into a little bit of everything you can see it all at Corsi's Corner of Online Treasures or visit 9w6e.com. With that, thank you very much. Have an incredible weekend, guys, and I will talk to you in the next one.